Chapter 10 of Book of the Foundations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Book of the Foundations by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter 10. Four or five months after this monastery of St. Joseph's had been founded in Malagon, a young gentleman of quality discoursing with me said, that if I would found a house in Valladolid, he would very willingly give me a house, which had a most handsome and spacious garden attached to it. There was a large vineyard also inside, and he wished to give me possession immediately. As it was of great value, I accepted it, though I had not resolved to found a house there, because the place was about a mile from the city. But I thought we might easily go to the city afterwards, when possession had been taken, and as he made the offer so very willingly, I did not wish to refuse accepting so good a work, nor to check his devotion. About two months after, a little more or less, he fell so suddenly ill, that he was deprived of the use of his speech, and was unable therefore to make his confession, although he gave many proofs of being sorry for his sins. He died in a short time at a great distance from where I was. Our Lord told me, his salvation had been in great danger, but that he had mercy on him, on account of the service he had done to his blessed mother, in giving that house to found a monastery of her order, and that he should not be delivered from purgatory until the first mass were said there, and that then he would be freed. The grievous sufferings of this soul were so continually present to me, that though I wished to found a house in Toledo, I would not begin for the present, but hastened to found, as well as I could, one in Valladolid. This work could not be effected so quickly as I desired, because I was obliged to remain in St. Joseph's of Avila, which was under my charge, and afterwards I stopped for some time in St. Joseph's of Medina del Campo. Being one day there in prayer, our Lord told me, to make haste, because that soul suffered greatly. Upon hearing these words I commenced my journey immediately, though without any preparation, and entered Valladolid on the feast of St. Lawrence. When I saw the house, I was exceedingly afflicted, because I perceived it would be madness for the nuns to remain there, without very great expense. And, although there was much room for recreation, on account of having so beautiful a garden, it must have been very unhealthy, because a river ran close by it. Though I was exceedingly fatigued, yet I wished to go and hear Mass in the monastery of our order, which stood at the entrance of the city. But as it was a considerable distance, it only increased my pain the more. However, I did not say anything to my companions, in order not to discourage them. For I had a belief, though a weak one, that our Lord would provide a remedy for the accomplishment of what he had told me. Accordingly, I privately employed workmen to commence building the walls, that so we might have enclosure, and to do whatever else was necessary. There was with us the priest I mentioned before, Julian de Avila, and one of the two friars who, as I have already mentioned, desired to become discalced, and to be made acquainted with our manner of living in these houses, while Julian de Avila endeavored to procure a license from the ordinary, who had given good hopes before I came here. This license could not be obtained so soon until Sunday, but leave was given for Mass to be said in the place we had prepared for a chapel, 
and accordingly it was said. I had no thought that then would be fulfilled what I had heard concerning this soul, for although I was told it would be at the first Mass, I thought it would take place at that Mass in which the Blessed Sacrament would be exposed. When the priest came to where we were to communicate, with the most sacred host in his hands, as soon as I approached to receive it, the same young gentleman I have spoken of appeared to me, with a shining countenance, by the side of the priest, looking very glad and cheerful, and with his hands joined together. He thanked me for what I had done in freeing him from purgatory, and then that soul flew straight away to heaven. Indeed, as soon as I understood that he was in the way of salvation, I was very glad, because when I heard of his sudden death, I was in a manner hopeless, fearing lest his soul might be lost, for it seemed to me that another kind of death was necessary for his manner of living, since, though he had many good qualities, he was given to the vanities of the world. True it is, he told my companions he thought his death very near. Wonderful indeed it is, how pleasing to our Lord any service is, which is done to his mother, and great is his mercy. May he be praised and blessed by all men, who thus rewards with eternal life and glory our mean and miserable actions, and make them great which are of themselves so worthless. Possession was taken of this monastery on the day of Our Lady's Assumption, 1568. We remained there but a short time, for nearly all of us became very unwell. But a lady of this place, named Doña Maria de Mendoza, wife of the governor Cabos, and mother to the Marquess de Camarasa, a very pious Christian, and wonderfully charitable, as her abundant alms well testify, of whom formerly I received much kindness, for being the sister of the Bishop of Avila, I had occasion to treat with her, and she then greatly assisted us in the foundation of the first monastery, and in everything else relating to our order. This lady being so very charitable, and seeing we could not live here without great inconvenience, both on account of the place being so distant for receiving alms, as well as being unhealthy, told us to give her that house, and she would buy us another. And so she did, and what she gave us was worth a great deal more, besides giving us up to this time whatever we want, which she will continue as long as she lives. On the feast of St. Blasius, we went to this other house, with a solemn procession, which excited much devotion in the people, and this still continues, for our Lord showed great mercies to this house, and has conducted souls to it whose sanctity will, in time, be made manifest to the praise of our Lord, who by such means desires to magnify his works, and to show favors to his creatures. End of chapter 10